Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it's so worth it. If you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red button, and attend a free webinar on the secret to starting your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I can't tell you how excited I am to bring you today's featured guest, my neighbor here in Boulder, Colorado, Jason Gaddis. Jason, welcome to the show. Cool. Thanks, Ken. So anybody listening that may not know Jason's work, let's give you a little background so you can know where we're coming from. So Jason Gaddis is a relationship student and teacher, and he's the host of Smart Couple Podcast. He's on a mission to teach people the one class they didn't get in school, which is how to do intimate relationships. And that's why he founded the Relationship School. See, he was emotionally constipated for years before relationship failure forced him to turn his life over to learning about relationships. And now he's married to his amazing wife of eight years and has two beautiful kids. And when he doesn't live and breathe the stuff that he teaches with his family, well, he pretty much gets his ass handed to him. Now, Jason will teach you how to use conflict to create a more fulfilling and sustainable relationship. He teaches you that hidden within any and all relationship pain are the seeds of you getting more empowered in your life and more connected to yourself. He teaches virtual relationship empowerment classes to students around the globe. And even though many of his school teachers said he sucked at writing, he writes anyway for places like The Goodman Project, Elephant Journal, uh, The Jungle of Life, Primer Magazine, Integral Life, and Recovering Yogi. Jason, do us a favor. Give us a little insight into how you got started doing the work that you do. Cool. Thanks for having me again, Ken. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, I sucked at relationship, and um, I had a lot of uh, failures under my belt, and I was uh, constantly pushing the women I dated away. Uh, as soon as they needed something or got emotional or something, I would just kind of get contracted and make it a big problem about them. But little did I know that I was the problem, and I slowly figured that out after many failures and realized that I was the one common denominator in all those failures. And uh, once I had that big insight, I was like, okay, I can do something about this. And I set to work uh, on myself and started going to therapy and studying psychology. Excellent, excellent. How long ago was that? That was in 2001. Wow. Okay, cool. Excellent. Yeah. Well, let me ask you, because one of the things that I've found, and I hear this from a lot of our guests, is that having kind of a guiding principle or a mantra or a quote, something that you can use as a touchstone when you start getting off the page regarding your partnership, helps them you know, stay on track. And I'm wondering, what do you use for that, and, and how can our, our listeners you know, apply this in their, in their relationships? Yeah, uh, guiding principle for me would be that relationships are about growth and uh, not happiness. Uh, so if I take the viewpoint that relationships are about growth, uh, when my partner pisses me off or upsets me or um, does things that hurt my feelings, uh, if I have the growth mindset, it's not a problem. 
it, it hurts and it sucks for a moment, but um, if I see it as well, I'm, I'm, she's actually pushing me to grow and develop myself, uh, then a whole new landscape opens up for me. Yeah, that that is definitely a shift because I heard it said the other day that um, relationships are like a human or, or a personal development machine. Yep. And they really are because you, you really have no place to hide, right? Yeah. I mean, you can try, but you're <laughs> actually going to sniff you out. If you have kids, they're definitely going to sniff you out, too. Yeah, definitely. Well, I love what you're saying there, that, that how it shifts the mindset. Can you expand a little bit on that? Yeah. I mean, uh, in this culture, most people are bought, still bought into the fantasy about relationships that um, we find the one and it feels good and we settle down and we live our lives happily ever after. Uh, but, you know, the truth is anyone that's uh, paying attention it knows that relationships are extremely difficult, uh, long-term relationships in particular, mostly because our stuff uh, gets triggered. Our history shows up in our marriage and our turns out our partner starts acting like someone in our family and that triggers us into childhood patterns and behaviors and it gets complicated and without a view uh, around this or tools, uh, most people you know, just fall into their habits of blame, blaming themselves or blaming their partner and feeling inadequate, honestly, to deal with the communication that was once so simple that's now gotten so hard and, and then this weird activation going on in my body and um, it can get, you know, upsetting. So if you take the growth mindset again, then none of that's a problem and it's all uh, an opportunity to learn more about yourself to learn how to love, to learn how to listen differently, to learn how to communicate in a way that works for your partner. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just an amazing frame to think of partnership this way. Yeah, no, it definitely, it definitely shifts things. That's, that's great. Thank you. Well, one of the things that, that we hear from our listeners, uh, Jason, is that they really love the stories that our guests are so generous in sharing. And what I'd love to do is Go into that right now. So do me a favor. Would you take us to a time when, you know, you kind of tripped up in a partnership in your life and just tell us, you know, what was going on, what did you trip on, and then what did you learn from that experience that has helped you move forward? Yeah, uh, cool. Let me think for a moment. Um, it's been so many trips. <laughs> uh, yeah, one of them is, uh, okay, here's one. Um Early on in my marriage, uh, or actually in my relationship with my wife, then girlfriend, I was studying psychology, studying to be, become a psychotherapist, and I thought I knew how to listen pretty well because I was learning it in school, and uh, I was learning all these amazing new tools of how to listen to someone and really get them to open up and share their feelings with me and you know try to help them through a difficult time, and. Uh, when I turned to my wife, when she was struggling or emotional and I tried to apply the same tools, they didn't really work, um, which was really frustrating because I, and I kept trying to use the technique, so to speak for years. And, uh, cause I'm a little dense. It takes me a little while to learn things. <laughs> and she, um, through her really loving feedback, which was, you know, challenging and supporting me and trying to help me here, I eventually learned how to listen to her in a way that worked for her. Cause I was mostly listening in a way that worked for me, uh, that I thought was pretty cool and, uh, had some good techniques. And, um, basically I, I was just applying the technique and I wasn't really truly present with her and truly interested in what she was saying. 
Um, I just kind of wanted to help her through uh, the challenge or, you know, I, I, I'm a guy, so I have that problem solving mindset, right? Where we want to fix things and make it better. And I was listening with those kind of agendas and she would just, you know, shut down and contract and we'd get into a fight. So slowly but surely I, I figured it out and through her help, she guided me into listening differently to her. And um, my rule of thumb there is that uh, I don't understand her until she feels understood and she says so. Mm, I like that. I like that. So would you be willing to share like what you found was the better way to listen for her? Because I, I love that you said, you know, you were listening for what worked for you, but that didn't necessarily work for her. Yeah. So to drop the, um, I call it fracking, um, to drop fracking. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know if you've heard me talk about that, but uh -uh. fracking is um, not what you want to do in a relationship. And this is again for the guys, but women do this as well. Uh, and it's an acronym that stands for um, no fixing, which is the F. R is no rescuing. Uh, my wife doesn't want to be rescued. She doesn't want to be fixed, right? Um, a, which is no uh, giving advice, because a lot of guys give advice. Uh, no C is uh, complaining, no complaining. Um, and no uh, K is no killing her experience. And what, what I see a lot in the people I work with, and certainly myself, as a helper, fixer type, is when I say that her experience isn't valid by denying it or say, no, I didn't do that, or no, I didn't say that, uh, no, that's not what happened. Uh, that's a way we can kill uh, someone's experience. So fracking is what I teach in all my courses, uh, what not to do. And instead of fracking, uh, we learn through our dynamic relationship with our partner what works for them. And listening to them uh, requires a lot of presence. I mean, most of us are taught how to listen in school, but it's very kind of uh, singular and um, heady and conceptual. And to listen, to truly listen to someone requires all our senses. Um, and to feel understood, it feels really good when someone can listen with, you know, a more embodied presence. It goes a lot further, at least in my partnership and the people I work with. Yeah, I I, I love that. And, and you're, I mean, obviously, it's 100% true that guys are all about you know, fixing things and rescuing and offering all this advice. And, and it's a very different experience for a woman who may just want to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I just want to be heard, you know, I don't want to be fixed. Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of us want that too. I don't think it's just women that we, if we're struggling with our day or we had an intense challenge, um, or an intense text exchange with someone or something went down at work, we, we want to just be heard. We don't necessarily want someone to come in and solve it for us. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. Thank you. So, what I'd love to do, Jason, is, is shift this from something that happened before to, you know, something that wasn't so great to what I call a proud moment in partnership. And this could be romantic, could be family, career, you know, you name it. What I'm curious about is what's a time when you think back on this partnership moment and you can't help but smile? Um, yeah, uh, it happened just a couple of weeks ago. I was... Uh, backpacking in, in Canyonlands National Park with my family, my wife and two kids. Mm -hmm. And uh, my kids are eight and six. And um, we, you know, I, I have a lot of experience in the wilderness. And um, we 
essentially I planned the trip and took my family there and um, helped us get all geared up and made sure everything was safe. And, um, you know, our kids are pretty comfortable in the outdoors and so is my wife. But still, it's a lot to hold a family and, you know, water issues and food mm-hmm. and uh, way out in the middle of nowhere on the desert. Um, and, you know, we set up camp. We got to our campsite, which was one proud moment. Um, after getting off the trail for a little while and, fun, and like getting a little lost, uh, <laughs> like a kind of one of those dumb moments. And then, uh, and then we found our campsite and it was amazing. It was this epic spot with incredible views. And then we hiked up, uh, hiked up with my son to the top of this cliff and we had all these crazy views. And then, uh, we went down and got my wife and my daughter and if, uh, we just went up for sunset. Um, and, uh, it was just this really special moment. Um, where I was looking at the sun going behind the cliffs and, you know, shining on our faces and the color of our skin and the smiles. And just, I just, you know, it was a super proud moment for sure. Just having a family like this and having a partnership that I can do these kinds of things with was uh, really inspiring. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. Thank you. Well, Jason, what I'd like to do is we've been talking a little bit about past experiences and what I'd like to do is bring our conversation into the present and, and ask you to share with us a, an example of a, a partnership that's really exciting in your life right now. What's something that's going on right now in partnership that really has you jazzed? Yeah. Um, well, just uh, connecting with my partner, carving out the time to meet. Um, we we're going on a walk tonight because um, we couldn't we go on a date night every week, um, and tonight was tricky because uh, my wife's brother's coming in town, and so uh, it was like, shit, how are we going to get our date night in? Um, so we just made it happen um, because it's a high priority for us, and so you know those details can slip by in life of like, oh, it's cool, we'll just skip it and do next do next week or something, but because we're all so crazy busy now, mm-hmm. and uh, for us it's essential that we we make that happen every week. And so we're going to go on a walk and, um, we both put effort into making that happen. It's not like one person's like, Hey, come on, I want to hang out with you. And the other person's kind of dragging their feet. Uh, we both, you know, uh, champion for that. And I'm psyched to spend time with her later today. because we have a lot to talk about. And, um, and then I, we have our nights where we hang out and other nights where I, I work uh, and she goes to bed early and I stay up a little later. And on the nights when we hang out, I'm, you know, it's like we just want to talk and talk and talk, and it's like, hey, we got to shut the light off. <laughs> so, you know, we just love connecting and supporting each other and challenging each other around our lives and um, talking about the kids and our dreams and um, how to get through the obstacles we're facing and all that. Excellent. Yeah, I I love that point that you made of, you know, you're both invested in this happening. So you're both doing whatever needs to happen to make sure you have your date night and then you spend those times together so that you can have the connection that to let your, your relationship grow. Yeah, totally. Excellent. Well, Jason, we've, we've arrived at a part of the show I call the bring it all home portion. And what we're going to do is we're going to step away from the stories a little bit. And I'm going to ask you to give us some, some very simple guidance for our listeners that they can immediately apply in their lives. And where I'd like to start is... I'm wondering what you feel is the best partnership or relationship advice that you've ever received. Um, I've already said it, so it's just that partnership and relationships about growth, and uh, you know, it can be a path uh, to becoming more of yourself. 
And I heard that years ago from one of my teachers and it just always stuck with me and it's just how I live my own partnership. Awesome. Awesome. And what would you say is a book or a resource, something that you would recommend to our listeners and why that particular one regarding partnership? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Stan Tacken, um, Wired for Love. And mm -hmm. the reason I like that book is because of all the neuroscience uh, out these days on adult attachment and uh, how our nervous systems uh, fire, whether we want them to or not, in a partnership. And that, if you're not aware and playing that and know how to deal with that, know how to deal with your partner's activation, uh, partnership's just complicated. So a lot of the new research is showing that um, it's really important that you know how to regulate your partner's uh, emotional upset and their nervous system. And it's a lot of people are challenged with this uh, because we're so independent and used to taking care of ourselves. But um, and then they're afraid it's going to go back into some codependency model. Um, but in my experience, it's been uh, game changing for my own marriage to uh, really take good care of my wife's nervous system and have her take good care of mine and know what to actually do for each other. Nice. Can, can you expand on that a little bit? Can you give us an idea of what you mean by take care of your partner's nervous system? Yeah, so if uh, you're with someone who triggers you and upsets you, um, most of the time we see them as a threat. Um, the brain is twice as wired for threat as it is for love, and it has a negativity bias. And so the moment I get triggered, I'm going to see you as a threat and as a problem, and I'm going to move away from you, and then you're going to feel dropped by me. Uh, or abandoned by me, or neglected by me. And that's understandable, uh, but as we grow and get stronger in a partnership, we learn how to go, okay, your your behavior is upsetting me. It's some weird thing that um, is historical probably, and it's actually not that big of a deal, and you're in a hard spot, and I'm gonna see if I can um, calm you down by just being safe, uh, a safe presence over here. And through my safe presence, um, I'm going to help you calm down. So I think of it like imagine a four-year-old uh, getting uh, throwing a tantrum or not getting what they want, and they cry and they get upset and they might throw themselves on the floor. Um, our partners are like that sometimes. They may not throw themselves on the floor, but they want to internally. Um, but their social conditioning doesn't really allow it, so they're trying to be put together. But really, they're they're kind of like a four-year-old. And how I can help them best is to act like a grown-up and act like a mature dad or mom and a safe presence that I can go over to them and attend to them because they just got an owie or they got hurt and they're sad or whatever's going on. And even though I'm the source of the problem sometimes, I can still learn to become that kind of safe presence. And then in doing so, my partner uh, can start to relax. And then we don't have to turn it into a big escalated fight. Excellent. Thank you for that clarification. That's great. Yeah. So, Jason, what I'd love to do is leave our listeners with an example of what I call the payoff of partnership. So I'm going to ask you to share with us a specific example of, you know, something you've been able to do or create or experience that was solely the result of being in partnership. You wouldn't have been able to do it by yourself. What's one of those? Having kids. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, that's I mean, true. <laughs> I don't know that I would have chosen to have kids with someone that I didn't partner with, although certainly that can be done. Um, yeah, for me, like having kids is the that's the first thing um, 
that comes to me is the um, the cosmic craziness of these two little beings that um, are in our household every day. That it's kind of mind blowing um, to think that her and I created these two kids. They came through us together. It's just um, a miracle, really. And I definitely am a better person because I'm a father and a husband. And none of that could have, you know, was possible, would have been possible if I didn't partner with someone. And I was, I was the kind of guy who was pretty committed to the single path and like marriage sucks and I'll never have kids. And I was that guy. And, um, it's quite the 180 I've, I've made, um, you know, over the last 20 years. Cause now I'm obviously teaching this stuff and I'm a dad and a loving partner. And yeah, to me it's, it's, uh, it's like my life is greatly enhanced, um, 10x because I'm married to an amazing woman and we have an awesome partnership and um, honestly more is possible in my life uh, in my business and everywhere else when I'm plugged into her and our vibe is good and we're on it's like I can tackle the world and without that um, I can tackle the world but you know I'm doing it on my own I'm schlepping it on my shoulders it's a lot harder I don't have someone to check in with um, you know no one really has my back maybe I have a few good friends but uh, you know, there's something uh, exceptionally powerful about having uh, a woman in my life that's got my back. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. That's that's a great example. Well, I think it's pretty clear for everybody listening, Jason, that we barely scratched the surface on what you have to offer. So I'm wondering if you can let our listeners know how do they contact you? How do they learn more about what you do? Cool. Um, well, an easy move is just uh, go to iTunes and check out the Smart Couple podcast. Um, we're in the sexuality category, and it's uh, you know it's everything from sex stuff to uh, marriage to a um, little bit of dating advice, uh, but all this stuff about neuroscience. So I've interviewed some some uh, amazing people, and I my wife and I talk there. So that's a probably a good spot. And then my website, um, Jason with a Y, J A Y S O N Gaddis G A D D I S dot com, where you can get lots and lots of uh, free relationship advice and tips and tools and and then I run the relationship school, and then you can also find out more there if you if you want to get that class that you never got in school and take the kind of nine month two semester college course. Um, then you know uh, we start in September, and that might be something you want to consider. Fantastic, fantastic, thank you. And anybody listening who was busy doing something else and didn't jot that down, it'll be on the show page. You'll just go to speakingofpartnership.com type in Jason's name and you'll see it right there so you can link right into the information that he just shared with you. Well, Jason, I, I really want to thank you for your stories and your insights. They've been incredible, so heartfelt and, and, and very powerful as far as an application we can do with these. So thank you for being on the show today. Yeah, you got it, Ken. Happy to be here and uh, serve your people. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Be sure you catch the bonus stories from our guests on Follow Your Yes Friday. It's easy to do. Just go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher or iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.